Hello, world, and welcome to Business Technology Weekly Tech Republic's news podcast featuring essential headlines, top technology trends, and thoughtful stories. I'm Dan Patterson, and with me on this episode is Tech Republic's editor, Bill Detweiler, editorial assistant, Amy Talbot, and joining Business Technology Weekly for the first time is Tech Republic's news editor, Connor Forrest. Today on the show, we discuss Apple's WWDC that's the Worldwide Developers Conference, and what the software announcements mean for business, gang. Let's do the news. So this Monday, Apple kicked off their 27th annual Worldwide Developers Conference in San Francisco. And honestly, you know, there weren't really any announcements in the keynote that will have an earth-shattering effect on enterprise IT, but there were a few takeaways for businesses and of course, developers. It is a developer conference, by the way. Now, first, the developer preview of watchOS 3 is available, and apps have been redesigned for one-touch accessibility and will also be getting support for Apple Pay, which is incredibly convenient. Now, business travelers and emergencies will be able to use a new SOS feature to connect to 911. The system will also be able to send notifications and GPS coordinates to your emergency contacts. It works in different countries, so you don't have to remember a bunch of different emergency numbers. Now, moving over to the Mac, we have a big name change for the operating system that runs Apple's laptops and desktops. OS 10 or OS X, the people like me who just fear Roman numerals, is now Mac OS. And the developer preview for the next release, Mac OS Sierra, is out now with the public beta being available in July and the final release coming sometime in the fall. Now, retailers should note that Apple Pay is coming to the web in macOS Sierra. Users will be able to click to pay with Apple Pay, and then using continuity, they can authenticate with their Apple Watch or with their Touch ID on their iPhone. And Siri is also coming to the Mac and bringing with it more sophisticated file queries. Users can ask Siri to show them files that they worked on last week or files about a specific topic or with a specific tag. And speaking of Siri, iOS 10, which is now available in developer preview, will include several updates for Apple's digital assistant. Apple is opening up Siri to developers so that it can work more closely with third-party apps. Siri intelligence is also coming to iOS's keyboard, using deep learning to provide better quick responses and intelligently schedule events based on your text conversations. Siri will be able to check your calendar availability and even paste a recent address you were searching for. iOS announcements were packed with new betas for every Apple platform, including new APIs for iOS, macOS, watchOS, and tvOS. The updates include deeper developer hooks for Siri and iOS, Apple Pay, tvOS, iCloud data sharing, 3D touch widgets, and a new speech recognition framework. In the past, Apple has taken some heat for locking down their platforms. If social media is any indication, OS consolidation and Apple's new deep API integration has developers fired up. Apple is the most innovative and desirable company in the history of consumer technology, right? I'll think again. WWDC 2016 announcements were primarily about incremental, though elegant, updates to its macOS, iOS, iCloud, Siri, and other services. Some analysts are concerned that Apple has not decoupled apps like Apple Music from the core OS. 
Most updates won't hit for another several months, and it remains clear if iOS 10 will address bugs in the Apple Watch, Apple Music, and iCloud. The next iPhone is rumored to be a strong but, again, incremental upgrade as well. So Android has greatly improved over the last several years, and we'll talk about this in a roundtable after the podcast. Uh, but with manufacturers like Samsung nipping at Apple's heels, could this be the end of Apple's mobile dominance? One of the biggest releases for the enterprise came out with the updates to macOS Sierra. A new file system for storage called the Apple File System is being released in developer preview. It was created to replace the aging HFS and HFS Plus systems, which Apple said were developed in an area of floppy disks and spinning hard drives, where file sizes were calculated in kilobytes or megabytes. The Apple File System is built with flash storage in mind and to handle millions of files that may be larger in size. One improvement over the old system is that the Apple file system supports 64-bit inode numbers versus the 32-bit IDs that it were supported by HFS Plus. Apple file system also has support for sparse files, but HFS Plus doesn't. To protect against crashes, the new system utilizes a copy-on-write metadata scheme to make sure that file system updates are safe in the event of a crash. If you were holding out for a non-case-sensitive system, though, you're out of luck. Apple file system file names are currently case-sensitive only, but it isn't the final release. And Apple's war for encryption continues. The company announced on Wednesday that it will require all iOS apps to use HTTPS connections by January 1st, 2017. Currently, Apple recommends that iOS apps use a feature called App Transport Security, or ATS, but it isn't required. By making the use of app transport security mandatory and thus encrypting web traffic through HTTPS, Apple is strengthening its stand for privacy that it garnered headlines for when it refused to unlock an iPhone for the FBI. So if you're an iOS developer, you have until the end of the year to enable ATS for your app. However, it hasn't been clear yet what the repercussions will be for developers who don't comply. Is your company using an industrial cloud service? An industry cloud provides tools, technologies, and business services uniquely tailored to a specific vertical, such as the healthcare or financial industry. And Tech Republic's sister site, Tech Pro Research, is doing a survey to find out who's using it and what industries users are in. So if you have five minutes, go tell us your thoughts about the industry cloud, and you'll get a free copy of the research report, which is normally only available to paid subscribers. Tech Republic and Tech Pro Research publish a number of free and useful business technology newsletters. If you want to keep up with the news about Apple after the WWDC, you should subscribe to our Apple in the Enterprise newsletter. It's delivered to inboxes on Tuesdays and Fridays, and it provides tips and tutorials on deploying and supporting Apple products in a business environment. All right. Thanks for listening to Tech Republic's Business Technology Weekly. You can find links to every Apple story we discussed on this episode at techrepublic.com. And we're easy to follow on Twitter at Tech Republic. Archived episodes of this podcast can be found at soundcloud.com slash techrepublic. And stick around for a bonus conversation about everything developers and business need to know about Apple's WWDC. Bill, Connor, and Amy, thanks a ton for helping with the headlines. You can email us at podcast at techrepublic.com or leave us a voicemail at 646-389-5404. Thanks for listening to Tech Republic's Business Technology Weekly.